Testing, testing. Test one, two, one, two. Are we all here? We are all here. Okay. Welcome to the latest episode of Anchor Free Roscoe. I'm host, Ryan Atwood. Seth Pronto. And I am Luke Smog. And today we have a few things to discuss. Uh, there'll be no discussion about the Flash. It's on a bit of a hiatus break until May, I think. Uh, we'll be discussing about the latest episode of All American and all the things that happened, as well as the trailer for next week's episode. Also going to be discussing about some movie trends and the direction that that's going in the future. And as well as coronavirus, all the crazy things that's been happening. Where do you see things one year from now? So we'll start off with All-American. This was uh, the homecoming game. A lot of different events that happened. Uh, Seth, why don't you discuss your thoughts on this episode? Uh, First and foremost, I'd like to start off with a moment of silence for the fallen Mr. James, let's take a knee. Let's take a knee. I can't. I'm just laughing. Oh my god! I, I'm heartless. I apologize. You know, I just can't take this seriously. You know, oh, you, he was around. You know, when it when it mattered, but uh, he died. I'm like, it is what it is. Just get over it, boys. Oh man. Yeah, uh, but no, I know. Overall, I I really enjoyed this episode uh, compared to uh, the previous episode. I know I wasn't here. Sorry for the viewers. Uh, yeah, I wasn't feeling well last week. Uh, I thought I came down with the uh, Rona, but uh, thank God everything was clear. Um, it was just my, allergies. Uh, no, it was allergies, but no. But uh, I was I had a little scare last week because uh, I know it's kind of sidetracked, but uh, a coworker of mine tested positive, and I was like, "Did I come in contact with him? Did I not?" Mm, yeah. that's, so, that's uh, a, yeah, it's a bit of a sticky one. Yeah, that sucks. But uh, no, I really enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, uh, a lot went, a lot unfolded for sure. I don't want to go too much in detail just yet, but uh, I enjoyed it. I would give it an eight out of ten. Yeah. What about you guys? Um, I pro- I am gonna give it like like uh like seven seven and a half out of ten. Um, yeah, there was. There was definitely a lot of different things. There was uh, the 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 little drama between uh, JJ and uh, what's his face? Freak! I'm forgetting his name already, bro. I'm horrible. Asher. A- Asher. Asher. Re- re- reverse Negro, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all the pressure that was on. Uh, what do you call it? Spencer, Olivia's. Uh, uh, AA meetings and stuff like that. So not AA meetings, but basically, you know, you know what I mean, like for stuff for like drug and relapse, etc. Uh, Actually, I think that's right because she was technically on alcohol this time. She's yeah, drinking, that is having yeah, a drink problem. So. That's true. Uh, there was uh, there, man. There were so many interesting points I actually wanted to bring up, and a lot of things that Seth actually kind of foretold from before. One of them was the baby daddy coming back, Simone's baby daddy. I'm like, oh yep. my god! I knew it. This nigga's back. Okay, and yeah, and that's and and he freaking tackling freaking Jordan down, putting him in a coma, bro. That was like 
pure out of pure envy, bro. This guy's I don't know, man. That's that's one. Number two, oh man. Jordan being in the coma and then when the family's like asking all the questions and then Simone just coming out of nowhere saying, uh, actually wife Trump's mother. And then she's just like, what are you talking about? That scene? I lost it. I lost (laughs) it, brother. I'm like, what the hell is this girl doing right now? Oh, like, how do you expect the family to react that way? Luke, I'll, I'll keep going, but Luke, your thoughts. I give this episode 10 out of 10. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Bold. Four main points. A reason why I love I loved this episode. First and foremost, our girl Olivia. I love the fact that she got called out by that sponsor lady for her BS. You know, when she was sitting down and like literally like everybody's trying to share their stories about how they, about they relapsed. And like Olivia was saying, oh, I didn't relapse. I just had a little bit of drink. And she called her out and she's like, yo. It's all BS. Like I loved it. The fact that someone finally like stood up to her. Because the last episode, like the problem was with Olivia, like she didn't get any, you know, uh, punishment. You know, getting away with like running around, you know, and scaring her entire family. You know, so I felt like this was like really like it was owed to her to that character. So I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that nurse slash uh, a sponsor leader like literally punking her off. Oh, it was amazing. Oh, I had a smile on my face for a good 45 minutes, bro. You, you oh, see, my God. You see how she loved it at the end? She's just like, I want you to be my, sp- uh, I want you to be my sponsor. She's like, I wasn't offering. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. And she's like, okay, yeah, anyways, yeah I got to go. She kind of fucked her off, bro. Uh, yeah, honestly, I, she needed that, like, uh, that, that correction, man. Like, you know what I mean? Everybody was just kind of, like, pampering her or whatever. Yeah, shout out to Olivia, black girl magic still. But yeah. regardless, bro, she 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 needed the the wake up call, hundred yeah. percent. So that was my first point. Then my second point, the JJ and Asha drama over the Spanish girl is the most hilarious thing I've ever seen. JJ has caught feelings for this girl since the beginning of the season, and I honestly they've never even JJ doesn't even know why he even likes the girl. Like in the end, he's, he's the type <laughs> of guy that like would like catch feelings for like something that will walk just to have sex with. That's what he, he seems like to me, you know what I mean? So this guy's like uh, fighting with Asher in the locker, you know, like they're messing up their, their game plan during the game, you know, all that kind of stuff. I'm like, yo, why are you catching feelings for a girl? You have no idea who the hell she is. That was the most weirdest thing possible. I'm like, yo, like they're trying to give this guy character and this guy had no character for the past three, three seasons. You know what I mean? It's the most hilarious thing possible. It's it, the, Given, you know, he's in high school, even though he looks 30, but still, you know, like, yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm actually glad you actually mentioned that because uh, even when watching that, I'm just like, even the, the, the Spanish girl, I, forget, I keep forgetting your name. Yeah. But she, uh, no, but like, no, but I'm pretty sure there was a scene earlier in the season where Asher and, and the girl, they talked about not leading JJ on and she said, no, I have feelings for JJ. And then now, wow. yes. Then yes. all of a sudden, hey, you should make your move. Excuse me? What? What? <laughs> yeah, and now she's saying she has she has feelings for Asher when she literally saying I don't want to be the rebound for you and Olivia. Remember the other the it was a couple episodes ago, right? When they broke up, she's like I don't want to be the rebound. I just I see you as a friend. I'm like yo, this girl does does like changes her mind at a whim. Wow. The show went on a hiatus, and this girl flipped the script. <laughs> Absolutely. So th- that was my that was my that was my second point. My third point was Simone. Simone confronting uh, 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 Jordan's family about like her being the wife and trying to get into this guy's medical issues. 
was by far the most hilarious thing I've ever seen in the entire show's history. I died laughing. You know what it made me laugh? It made me laugh that now Jordan is officially a cuck. <laughs> and he oh can never, God. ever be a man ever again. Bro. Yo, this I, guy yeah, begged. He, he begged. Last hit, he might not become a real man. He might forget how to become one. Exactly. Remember the last episode? He begged in the, in the, in the, the dinner. He's like, yo, someone, I want to go out and tell my family. And she's like, no. But this guy has to be unconscious for her to literally come out and say, Oh, my God. And, yeah. that's an, and, and Seth called it, too. Oh, my God. Or was it me? I was, I'm was. i not sure. I think it might it have been you. both of us. And I, think it was, I think, yeah, it could have been both of you guys. But I died laughing. I'm like, wow. He couldn't even say anything the other week, the last episode. But now he's unconscious. Literally, like, they don't know what his health scare is. And, like, she's, like, tells the family without his consent. Bro, I'm like, well, yeah. You know, you know, in her defense, they took a vote, but he just wasn't present. <laughs> oh god, my god her. bro you know, like I, I, I know, since, since, since I've, I've seen her character from the get-go i did not like her character um she's all she believe it or not she's worse than olivia and olivia is an alcoholic or former drug addict turned alcoholic turned yeah. whatever but yeah like simone is all kinds of trouble uh and to be honest, I prefer she had CT problem. <laughs> like, like, yeah, she was, she, she was the one who had a coma. You know? Oh Bro, my god! The audacity in this girl. Like, first she, from the beginning, she said, "I'm having your baby." Then she manipulated the family to get all this stuff. Then she's like, "You know what? I feel a little bit bad. It's not really your baby." And then she was gonna ruin this guy's life. Then this guy uh, freaking uh, simped out and still managed to go through everything. And she's, she didn't want anything to do with him. And he wanted to, like, try to raise the baby. All of this drama, at the end, the mom was just, like, uh, well, like she's asking all these questions. And then she's, like, yo, just relax. Let him speak. She's, like, look, you're a friend. You're lucky, like, you freaking came here. She's, like, oh, actually, I'm his wife. And she's, like, what the heck are you talking about? Oh, my God. It's just, like, just the attitude. It's, like, nobody in the family knew, you know? And then, I don't know, man. I, I can't stand this girl. My thoughts for the future... Jordan's gonna get back on the field. He's like, oh, I'm not gonna be able to play football. Like, nah, bro. It's like he's the main character. He's he's gonna get. They're gonna throw him back on the field if he has to. But uh, that I think she, like, when when they were at, I was gonna say jitters, but whatever. That coffee place. That <laughs> <laughs> the, coffee, <laughs> the coffee place that everybody always goes to in Beverly Hills. And then she saw her uh, her, ba- her her real baby daddy, and you know, he's just like, oh, how are you doing? You know, like she she showed a bit of interest when she was talking to the baby daddy and she actually wanted to talk to him in person, like inside. So I think like something's going to spark between them. And then she's like, uh, Spencer, not Spencer, freaking Jordan. Uh, I'm so sorry. Like they'll get, she's going to get caught or something. And bro, the whole thing's going to break off a hundred percent. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that scenario. He's already officially cut this. He has no right to fight for her if she changes her mind. <laughs> so yeah, what if, what, if, oh, yeah, plot, yeah, what if a plot twist happens and she gets pregnant again with that guy? Wow! <laughs> oh! Wow! Wow! Would Jordan would Jordan forgive her and try to be? <laughs> would he forgive yeah. her and try to raise a kid? <laughs> yeah, he would. He would. He would. He would. He would. would he, now, now I have another plot twist. Would if she gave up the kid to Jordan? Would he become a single father? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I think he would sacrifice his, his, his football career for her. 
and how much of a cut can he become? And then, well, then he has, to, and then he would pay child support to the baby daddy. Yeah. Oh my god. On his own. Why he tries to raise the kid on his own? He'll be he'll be joining Spencer cleaning dishes oh. at that spot. Raising, yo, raising yo, to be honest, uh, uh, Miss Baker should should uh, represent Simone in that in that case, and actually go against Jordan for being that much of an idiot. Oh my God! S- speaking speaking of lawyers, the plot twist. You're right, Mo, that freaking the black lawyer. Yeah. Oh, she's that's it. Freaking. Yep. Uh, that was my last done, point. Bro. That Coop was my last done. point. I was like, our resident conspiracy theorist, Coop. Now the tables have turned. I, that's I died laughing. When Mo was like, "Oh, Coop got I lowered her guard down." I'm like, "Thank God," because <laughs> I want I want every bad thing happen to Coop now. Yo, this girl for three years. What's good? What's good? Literally every scene, like trying to get into everybody's business. What's good, people? What's good? What's oh, good? Don't forget it, those what's the goods are uh, powered by uh, Microsoft Surface. Oh man. oh man, yo, she is like freaking damn energizer bunny man. Literally popping around every scene. I'm like, my god, I was tired of her. Now, my god, I- I'm rooting for Mo. Is that the like the wrong thing to say? Like, I'm rooting for this lawyer Mo. I actually, so, like, go after Coop. Like a lot of people, I've been reading like in, in comment section. Like a lot of people feel the same way. Everybody's like, yo, man, Coop deserves it. Like she just keeps get she she keeps getting into everybody's business. Then she needs like Spencer or everybody else to kind of help her out and, 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 and put, and put their backs on the line. You know what I mean? For her. And now she's like, this is just like the fruits coming to the, the, the she's like, you're going to bear the fruits of everything that she, she put in, bro. So but I, I, yeah, I, did they, did they explicitly say that she killed her brother? No, she didn't kill him. It was like, she, uh, she basically, it was a mother, helped. wasn't it? It was, it was her brother. Yeah. The brother, like, yeah, yeah. Like I think she was in, she was part of like helping put the hit on him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and that's why from the from the get go, I'm like, even though she's just like, oh, uh, my brother did a lot of wrong. I'm trying to do good in this neighborhood and all that. I never I never believed any of that because I'm like, look, this is her brother, and she's talking to the person who basically helped get this guy killed. You know? So mm-hmm. so like I knew from the get go, I'm like. Even though there was times where like I I'm like I started maybe she changed but I'm like there were certain facial features uh, facial reactions that she was having in this uh, episode I'm like no she she's plotting something man so I and I don't know how close we are to the well, we're at like episode ten so I think we still have some time it's uh, the uh, the seasons are usually what like thirteen episodes or what uh yeah usually on fifteen sixteen episodes most of the time. Yeah, I can see like Coop getting like the, like a like some sort of like gang retaliation. Coop's gonna oh, get. Oh no no no! Do you want to hear my theory on that? Yeah. Um, what's what's uh, Coop's uh, girl's name? Uh, uh it's, oh, it's precious. Patience, precious, patience, or patience, patience, patience. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like uh, there's gonna be a, a little altercation, and uh, patience is gonna take the bullet. Instead. Oh, yeah, I can see that happening too. Yeah. And you know who's going to maneuver that, right? Uh, Layla's, Layla's dad. Oh, yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> Layla's dad. Remember in the episode we, we, we just watched, the, the one we're discussing, Layla's oh. dad shipped patients overseas with a, with a musician, right? Yeah. So he can avoid the lawsuit, right? And like Layla confronted her dad, and her dad's like, Yeah, I'm a pimp. 
basically like yo like i'm gonna ha- have sex with whoever i want you know what i mean like in the my musician stuff like that so i think the patient thing is gonna run its course 110 percent like patients are gonna come back and like take the bullet or what do you mean yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah and i feel like you know he may orchestrate it yeah, like with her deep voice she's like coop watch out <laughs> hater oh my god oh last point well not last point but Layla uh, freaking calling out her dad out of line or no I don't really care at this point the guy he's the only only real man in the show anyways that's, <laughs> so, that's very true that's the most irony of it he's going to do whatever he wants can he be Asher's real father <laughs> Find out next week. Hey, you know what? With the CW verse, anything's possible. There's a bit of the hinting some incest, you know, because Asher and Leva did, you know. Oh, wink, my wink, god. nudge, nudge. Oh, oh my, my god. god, we're not going down I, that route. We're not I, going. I, I, I can't, man. I, I literally can't. Oh man. Okay. Oh my god. And for the uh, for the trailer for freaking next week, so. We're seeing that okay, it's 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 definitely more football based, you know what I mean? I which I like, you know, they're they're getting less on the drama and more on like on the field. And I don't know, there had there were some clips about like Black Lives Matter and and something about a coach talking to Spencer saying like you can't let social justice like get in the way of like your the and and football or whatever. So I, I didn't I didn't I'm not really sure. What, what were your thoughts on that? Uh, I heard about that, but I also read like an article saying that uh, they may focus on the beef between uh, Coach Baker and the principal. Oh yes, yeah, you know the principal. Uh, oh, um, the light skin guy. The light skin guy. Yeah, apparently, like the episode may touch on that as well, and like it actually reveal like what's his actual beef with Billy ba- uh, uh, Billy Baker. Could it be PTSD? He's not remembering the uh, events. I'm correctly? assuming. Is, is... I'm assuming. Yeah, and probably assumed it was Billy Baker and all his boys that did that. Uh, was his dad a baker? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. But, uh, but you know how light-skinned guys are, you know? Like, they always assume, like, the worst out of black, uh, like, uh, dark-skinned, uh, dark-skinned guys. So, the, the, I mean, he the... saw he saw Billy Baker, he saw, like, a black dude beating the crap, and he thought those two looked exactly the same. Wow, wow. You know, we're going to add that to our topic maybe maybe for next week. The light skin, dark skin. Also, by the way, another thing I want to add on to that, uh, speaking of light skin, Jordan, if he does get back onto the field before the end of the season or the end of the playoffs, I should say, um, do you think he's going to purposely throw like throw the ball out of uh, play or out of bounds to avoid getting hit if you realize the play is about to be, you know, or he's about to get sacked? Because I feel like he's probably going to be scared of getting hit. So maybe for the first few possessions, he's probably going to throw the ball out of play. I don't know. What do you guys think? I- I think his game is going to be off after this whole injury thing because he's still not recovered from the first one. Uh, I don't know about him doing it like on purpose, though. Uh, but like with the injury and then the return of the baby daddy, I definitely think this guy's going to be like off his game for sure. Like, uh, I, 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 it's just a theory, but I think the baby daddy's going to make a move and someone's going to leave this guy's ass, bro. And he's going to like somehow still end up like adopting some kid. I'm not sure. <laughs> Here's my theory uh, on this. I feel like in the end, Jordan will be a backup quarterback. And guess who's going to be leading uh, leading the leading team? JJ, JJ is the quarterback. Yeah. 
And I feel like JJ will take them all the way to the finals, and then they face Spencer, and then Spencer beats them. You know, if JJ is gonna do all that, he might as well just take Simone as well. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he's gonna be—he got his heart broke. He becomes heartless. She likes that. Wow! Wow! He, Simone will always like the better quarterback, right? Yeah, that is true. That is true. Wow! That is true. Wow! So much, a lot of, lot of things. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess we'll have to wait. We we'll have to wait and see uh, for next week's episode, which is technically out tomorrow, but. Um, yeah, moving on. Luke, I think you had some uh, things you wanted to discuss about uh, movie trends and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's not about movie trends in general. It's all about the uh, application. So I've been kind of like looking at like uh, like how in the next 10 years, if people are going to be going uh, to the theaters or are they going to just be sitting at home watching like, you know, apps like Disney or, or Amazon or Netflix and stuff like that. And like based on like the trends of what I've been seeing, Within the next 10 years, I honestly don't think theaters are going to be a big thing anymore. Kind of like similar to how like Blockbuster was back in the, in, in the 90s. Like, it, and it doesn't exist by the 2010 decade. Like, I don't think like theaters are going to be like as big as they were. Like, I think they're going to go down to like probably as local theaters at this point. All these like mega brands like Cineplex and stuff like that are all going to be gone. Hmm. I Good point. Uh, I think like once restrictions are gone restrictions are gone and everything kind of goes to like semi-normal or whatever um i think there will be like like a a boom in you know cinema attendance just because like people have been cooped up for so long so people are gonna like desire to like have that popcorn and kind of be in public with uh, other people but i do see your points you know because like with disney plus and all of uh, like Amazon Prime or and all uh, and all all of uh, all of these different like platforms and stuff like that, you're getting like really good quality movies while from the comfort of your home. So yeah, I can see a lot of people are going to just be hesitant and be like, "Yo, I can just watch this all at home." But there's also going to be like another part of the population that are going to be like, "No, let's go out for movies and actually go see it in person." Uh, but yeah, I can, I can definitely see it probably declining and, you know, they're not going to make as much business. Uh, well, the reason that... why, the reason why I was mentioning, mentioning like in general about it is because I feel like in the end movies, it won't be a big thing anymore. Like I, I've been watching like a lot of content lately and like, I feel like a lot of the content I've been watching, like for example, like, uh, I don't know if you guys know, but the new Mortal Kombat film came out on Friday. On I heard about that. <clears throat> so it got bad reviews. And, uh, I, when I watched it, I actually enjoyed it. But I enjoyed it in a sense that I felt like there was more to come. Like, not as a standalone film. I felt like, in the end, Mortal Kombat could have been a television series. They could have did a heavy budget and turned into a television series. And they would have did a lot better work of um, making better characters, better storylines, that kind of stuff. And I felt like, in the end, now, I think a lot of, like, uh, like a lot of people within the industry, I think, are realizing that now. Like you, you can use movie budgets for television shows, kind of like how Disney's doing with Star Wars and Marvel. They're doing the exact same thing. They're using yeah. movie budgets and creating TV shows. So I feel like in the end, movie like all these big budget movies are going to be toward television because they can get a lot more creativity out of, it, especially writers in general who are going to create these shows. They'd be able to get a lot more than just making an hour and a half movie. Hmm. Very good point. Yeah, that's true. Not sure if you've been watching uh falcon winter soldier but yeah, yeah very very good very good quality man very good quality yeah so uh-huh. i did i did watch it i actually enjoyed it and, and now like 
what Marvel's going to do is they're going to make what Captain America 4 based on what happened with Falcon and Winter Soldier. So, like, now they know how to cash it in. So, like, it, it, once they finish that thing, they can make a second season of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like, that's kind of, like, what the game plan is. And, like, seeing that now, I'm, like, 100% I can see Amazon Prime doing it. I can see HBO Max doing it. And I look at Netflix, and I feel like Netflix is done at this point. I don't think it'll be the powerhouse that it was. Yeah, because it's, it's – they don't have a lot of original content. To, well, they do, but it's, like, it's nothing in comparison to, say, like, Disney Plus or these other uh... – uh, platforms for sure no they they don't um, like they just made a deal with sony uh for ne- like next four years uh um netflix so like you know all the mo- big movies uh, uh like uncharted and like spider-man and all these like big sony films are supposed to be coming out um next couple years like they're gonna go straight onto netflix and then apparently sony just made a deal with disney so those movies are gonna go straight to disney plus afterwards so at this point it's like there's no need of like watching netflix anymore because like Disney Plus is going to get all the content from Sony. Eventually, yeah. Eventually. I don't know, man. I still I still believe that, like, yeah, I, I, cinemas won't be what they used to be, but I still think that there's going to be a big, like, there's still, like, a big, like, uh, crowd that'll, that'll still want to be watching these stuff in, in person, especially after the yeah. pandemic. Yeah. I, the only thing I see is film, film festivals. Like, film festivals will have the will will produce like quality films that will go into theaters. I can see theaters playing that kind of role. But when it comes out the mainstream stuff, I don't think people will go out of their way to like go and and go to a theater, uh, and watch watch like an hour and a half film that may not be that good. Maybe, you know maybe the only things I can think of is action films at this point. You know what I think is going to happen? I think you're kind of right, but I think the the whole theater industry is going to have to like rebrand themselves and focus more about the whole experience. And I yeah. wouldn't be like, I know this may sound all far-fetched and all, but I think the whole setup of like, maybe, you know, I know I'm going to make this reference, but uh, the matrix, you know how they all plugged in or in those, like those, yeah. like those beds or those chairs, they're all like leaning back. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be more of like an immersive, like 3d or you were, were you wearing those goggles or helmets or whatever. And you're going to be in those nice, like lazy boys back to back. So you're not facing each other or whatever, uh, somewhat yeah. social distancing. And you'd be like leaning back and watching the movie that way. And, instead of everyone watching one big screen, everyone's going to have their own, like, like group circles, whatever, and have helmets on and watching these movies. And it's more of, like, the whole auditory and, like, visual all together for a full experience of the chair. Okay. Mm. I can see that. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's more of an experience. Like, you don't, you can have the option of watching it on TV or watching it at home, but if you really want to have the whole, like, helmet, like, immerse yourself experience, I think that's what they're going to move towards, more of an experience-based thing. Mm. <clears throat> yeah I, I i can see that well the thing is is like all this stuff all these like disney plus and amazon and netflix and this is all competition right and the pan- and the coronavirus whatever just made it even more difficult for theaters to operate and and deal with the competition so they ha- when there's competition you have to kind of up your game just like there's like restaurants like they didn't really do takeout but now i'm like okay now we're doing uber eats and skip the dish and whatever so like you have to kind of like change with the times uh i remember like uh, earlier in the pandemic i think i was discussing this with seth once um uh, remember when like drive through movies like the really old school kind and yeah yeah like i think it was the past summer like they ended up becoming a really big thing like all over uh, different cities especially within ontario 
um because like people just craved you know oh like the old kind of classic feeling and going somewhere uh, in person you know to watch a, watch a movie and then they were selling popcorn and so there i do believe like there's there's that's that uh that target audience is still always going to be there you know but it's not going to be as much because you know people people do like to stay indoors and and watch uh, good quality stuff for free or like basically for free yeah i i agree i agree uh i think yeah that that the uh the, the driving is going to be a big thing that was something i was i was kind of like hypothesizing but it like only work in the spring and the summer like yep. and a little bit in the fall like it won't happen in the winter obviously like i don't see people <laughs> driving in and warming up their car for like 30 or like 30 minutes to like an hour watching a film for sure but it's the idea of it it's just like watching something on a big screen and and people liked like when they're interviewing you know people liked the idea i'm like oh at least we're kind of close to other people and stuff you know so um which leads to the the other uh topic that i want to discuss was like so coronavirus where do you see things being a year from now uh let's start just with an ontario <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> young <boy. laughs> uh, okay. i think i think no no yeah two to four weeks rule always goes and if it's not two to four weeks it's three to six okay you, know, you gotta break the pattern you know but um honestly i like i know there might be a snap election if the vaccination rates increase and uh, positive cases decrease like oh, drastically. I think there's going to be a snap election where people are going to be like, we're not going to wait this full term, get them out. And they may even bundle it together with the federal election because they were thinking about having federal elections, but a lot of parties don't want to. Of course, they kind of do want to so they can get more seats, but at the same time, they don't want to be the one who initiates the snap election, right? And if they can put the federal and the provincial one at the same time, it could be two birds, one stone, and uh, voters don't have to show at the uh, at the ballot box twice, as opposed to just going once. What what like what do they need in order to have a snap election? Like, does something have to happen? Like, they have to have a loss of confidence. I believe it's a loss of confidence in the uh, the either if it's a minority government, the coalition that came together to have the majority. If they lost faith in them, or they if it's a majority uh, government, uh, they they lost faith in them again. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I, I think for sure a lot of people don't want Ford in office. But again, it's this: do you want people don't want to force an election just yet because not everyone is vaccinated and we still have a an outbreak going on. So they they're waiting. But if there's a given an opportunity where the numbers are going down and a lot of people are vaccinated and we're seeing the other side of this whole pandemic, we're going to jump on the opportunity. Hmm. Okay. Uh, about let's say a year a year from now so like april 25th about 2022 do you see the same type of restrictions still or are we are not wearing masks like do you do you, or do you think it's it's going to continue but people will still be vaccinated that's the only difference here's what i would say if i see any of these four guys in and around covid by next year Doug Ford, Justin Trudeau, the Toronto Mayor uh, Tory, and Chris Skye. If I see those faces, 
on on my social media feed a year from now talking about COVID, I, I, I will literally run through a wall and bash my head through. <laughs> That's oh, how much I'm sick and tired of COVID. And if I, I, I know for a fact, if one of those four pops their head talking about COVID or restrictions and that kind of stuff, that's when I know we're, we're, our country's screwed. Well, you know what? I think, I think that might come true if uh, Chris Guy decides to go for that uh, new conservative party and uh, try yeah. to become a leader for that. Uh, he may end up at being at a debate table with Justin Trudeau. So. Oh, this guy's not going to get any votes, bro. New conservative? Never even heard of this. Yeah, oh, that's uh, what he wants. Yeah. No, no. Last, no. Last year, uh, in the conservative uh, race, they, they tried to break off, and uh, the gentleman, what's his name, a French guy, uh, anyway. Bernier, Maxime. Yeah, Maxime Max- Bernier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He tried. He tried to start his own uh, like new conservative party, and uh, that didn't work well. I think he only got like one point five percent of the votes. Not even enough to get recognized. Green Party mm-hmm. smoked them. No pun intended. Wow. But uh, yeah. So maybe party. who knows if. He may get a following, and uh, especially now things change with the whole climate of the whole pandemic. So, hey, anything's possible. Yeah, but like some things aren't, bro. <laughs> 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 that's, that's, that's that's that should be like advice for like for certain people. You know, like anything's possible, but like some things aren't, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, Alberta's uh, anything's possible, Alberta. Alberta, if he promises uh, keep, because right now they're all trying to move away from. Uh, uh, gas and oil sector and try to go all clean energy if, if he times it perfectly and promises he's going to keep the industry going and at the same time going against this whole uh regulation and them controlling you and telling you what businesses can be open or not and wearing masks and stuff like that hey he could probably get some votes wait wait you, you're saying uh like vote for what like vote for uh, like Businesses following rules, or, or sorry, I, 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 no, 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 like because he's 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 for the people opening up businesses and being able to make a livelihood, right? So if he yeah. just plays on the heartstrings of certain vote, uh, certain voting base, he can get he can get enough votes to be recognized as a party leader, even if it is a new party. Are we still talking about Chris Guy? Yeah. Yep. Unfortunately. I, hey man. You know what? Now that I think about it, I'm like some of the people who have been elected into office. I'm like. You never thought they would get into politics, so yeah, I can take it back. Yeah, anything is possible. But, but but think about it, guys. This is how depressing it is. We're talking about a guy who's literally a clown that's gonna form a party just because of what the COVID restrictions. And you, this is the sad part, guys. I was watching UFC last night, and the UFC just had it was in Florida, and they had like a full capacity crowd, first time in a year. Do. You know what I mean? And I'm watching this, and I'm like, I'm watching like it's 2019. And I'm watching it while we're in a, a police state should, in should Ontario. We, should we grab tickets to the next UFC event in Florida? That, that's what question. I'm doing at this point. I might have got one-way ticket to Florida and live there at this point. Because everybody wasn't wearing masks. They're all like going crazy and cheering. And I'm like, I'm like, what the hell? And I'm like, I, we got a fat premier who's literally crying a couple days ago asking people to forgive him. Because what? He, he d- doesn't even know his own job description. Bro, he made a restriction. He made the restrictions. He stuck. He's he stuck by them. Then, when people snapped and parents specifically snapped because of the playground stuff, then you try to backtrack. But he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry," because he knew he, he couldn't get away with it, man. And then then that, there was certain, uh, you know, like okay, close this business, close this restaurant, close that, 
And then the parents were like, okay, well, at least we can take our kid to the to the park right next to the house. Nope, can't do that. Or we're going to give you fine. Then that was like the breaking point. Then he had to backtrack. He's like, there's certain things he, he just he just shouldn't say or do. And this is this just really brings to light like these people are not like infallible, bro. They make mistakes. And when people do give a bit of a pushback, it's like it brings that's it brings those mistakes to light. And they realize I'm like, oh, OK, you know, not everything they're saying is is necessarily for betterment of health and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Especially if it's like a family that's just like you're just hanging out with your kids at a park like solo. Like, why shouldn't they be allowed to do that? I don't know. Yeah, because I think people forgot that they work for us. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 th- I think a lot of people, it's not even just forget, I think a lot of people don't believe Like, they really believe it's like, like what they say goes, you know? And I don't know. And, and most people just like, ah, oh, I just, uh, part of also like Canadian culture, you know, like, oh, I just don't want to like start any trouble kind of thing. So people still have that within them. But, Based off of what the Ontario government has been doing recently, like I think a lot of people have been like kind of it's getting to their breaking point. Well, I'll make an announcement right now. I support I I support the NDP and I want everybody to vote NDP in the next election. If it's I think, snap election, I don't care. I think a lot of people are going to vote NDP because nobody wants the Liberal government and people are not trusting a Conservative because of Ford. I think NDP is the the nice neutral group. Vote NDL. Neutral Democratic Party. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no. Hey, you know what? I th- it's like, I think the other, I think I want to say the right wing uh, party and like the supporters were complaining about uh, former NDP leaders back in the day and how they almost bankrupt Ontario. But you know what? Anything's possible now. Like, yeah, I, I think everyone can like forget the past somewhat. And give the NDP a new, like uh, another shot, because the way the Conservatives like dealt with the the current pandemic situation and the Liberal Party before with education, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, no one's happy. I don't know. Smell, smells like cancel culture, bro. Like these people are like you know when someone starts to bring up like past leaders of the party and stuff. Like currently right now, everybody's just kind of like really focusing on the matter at hand, which is like yo business destroyed. Like, we're trying to get back to regular life. These guys clearly aren't doing the job. Snap election. Do you see it happening possibly by the end of this year or into next year? Um, Probably by the end of the year, I would say. Thinking about it. Yeah. Probably. Probably the end of the year. Yeah, like uh, what Luke said. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. I guess we'll see. I'm going to try to be optimistic. Hopefully things get a bit less strict by this time this year, but then again, never know. There's going to be a lot of, I can see a lot of different rules and changing, especially when it comes to like travel and, you know, all that other stuff. But, uh, but you know what? I'm sorry to cut you off. I don't want to yeah. burst your bubble. No. I got to remind you. I'm, uh, Doug Ford's uh, changed Ontario's motto to open for business, and we've been closed for so long. <laughs> like, did anyone forget that? He We're ran on that campaign. Like, yeah, That's Ontario true. open for business, and we've been closed for so long. Oh, man. To point, bro, Andrew Schultz is, is freaking commenting on us. That's how serious it is. Yeah. Shout out to Schultz. 
Evander Schultz is commenting on our situation that he's literally chilling down south. Yeah, it's bad for our situation. It's literally bad. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know. But things can only reach a certain point. Everything has to kind of kind of calm down, you know? So I think we're at the peak. Like I said, I, uh, sometimes I'm just a bit optimistic. But I don't know. We'll have to wait and see how uh, how things turn out, man. Um, Luke Smog, final thoughts on on all of that, including All-American Flash. When is Flash coming back, by the way? Uh, not this week, but next week. Really? Okay. I thought it was going to be like May 14th around that time. No, it's uh, it's going to be the first week of May. Okay. Uh, based on the app I have, yeah, it's going to be the first week of May. Yeah, I think May 4th or something, right? No? May the 4th be with 4th you. 4th be with you. I said it first, Jinx. Okay. Oh, my God. It's going to be May. <laughs> yeah, it will be May. May. Oh, man. Justin Timberlake meme for all those who didn't understand that reference. Uh, Luke but Smog. if you said like, uh, yeah, if you said in regards to like uh, what will happen all American, uh, I I just want I just want to see the fall of uh, of uh, our favorite our favorite person Coop. Coop. I just I'm just yeah I just want because now like Olivia got taken down a peg now so I'm kind of happy about it. So now the my, my next uh, eye is Coop. I hope Coop gets taken down. Like that will give me satisfaction. Any, it doesn't matter if it's like one scene or two in the next episode. As long as Coop is taking down a peg from our high horse, that's all that matters to me in regards to that. And in regards to with COVID and stuff like that, people vote NDP, screw Ford, and if you can buy one way ticket to Texas or Florida, that's that's my that's that's what I have to say. Hey, uh, if you're going to Florida, I'm joining you, and uh, we'll play that Will Smith. Uh, Welcome to Miami. Oh Baby. man, I haven't heard that trick. Welcome I haven't heard that track Miami. in a while. Can we, can we can we add that into to the ending uh, outro? Well, and that's yeah. the outro. Yeah, 100%. yeah. yeah. Uh, Seth Pronto, final thoughts? Uh, fuck Simone uh, <laughs> and the click she claims. Uh, <laughs> everything about her, like I said, since day one, I didn't like her. Uh, I would now put her in the same ranking as uh, Iris Allen West. Wow. Uh, on villains of the show. Uh, JJ, you know, poor guy. Hopefully he uh, he rebounds and uh, finds someone else. You know what I mean? Hopefully he does not go, like I said, a couple episodes back. I hope he does not get discouraged and turn gay. Because <laughs> I feel like, like, I know it's kind of controversial, controversial to say, but I feel like that's what they're kind of setting it up for, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, will we see, will we see uh, uh, Spencer's uh, half-brother? Maybe I hope uh, makes an early return, makes it and uh, helps them by the end of the season to win the championship. Maybe potentially I don't know. Uh, Ontario open her up as uh, Andrew Schultz latest song said. Um, yes. And uh, yeah, and no, in the future, the future of cinema and things like that. I do hope they make it like a full package experience. Uh, I guess it would because like already people are already going to like those like. Uh, like 3D simulator like uh, rooms, right? So they have a bunch yeah. of those stalls where people can go to maybe a lot of indie productions, indie movies, or maybe big budgeted things and you sit with your friends or maybe even bring one of those like Netflix movies where you get to role play and see, the, change your ending of the movie. Maybe that'd be a great way to incorporate the new technology, but yeah, that's where I see it going. Hmm. 
Very good points. Mm. Now I agree with all of it. Down with Simone. Down with Coop. Uh, open up Ontario. Jordan needs to step up, be a man. And <laughs> no, we're gonna. Uh, and I see. I think cinemas are definitely gonna try to try to make a comeback. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see how things turn out with that. Uh, we're gonna cue the music. Cue the music. That that is all for tonight, folks. Thank you again for joining us on another episode of Anchor Free Roscoe. Until next week, I'm Ryan. I'm Seth Bronto. And I am Luke Smog. And we're out. Peace. Peace. Peace.